Welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you so much for investing of your time here with us. We are so thankful for your listenership. It truly does mean a lot. I'm evangelist Mike McCurry, and I have some of your questions to jump into today. We are right in the middle of our second week of questions and answers here on the Bible Tract Echoes program. And Lord willing, we are going to get through the vast majority of them by the close of this week's broadcast. And maybe sometime in the distant future we'll do this again. But if you do have a question and you'd like to sneak it in under the wire, I can't guarantee with the amount of questions we have left, I can't guarantee we'll get to it. But we'll do our best. So text me, 309-316-7240. Again, 309-316-7240. Here's the first question we are going to answer today. How often do you travel? Now understand that traveling is a big part of what I do for Bible Tracks Incorporated, representing this ministry all across America and understand that the position that God has me in is to be an evangelist, meaning an itinerant preaching ministry all across America and the world. I'll talk more about that in just a moment. What I'll actually do in just a second is pull up a spreadsheet where I keep track of everywhere I've been over the last 12 or 13 months of evangelism. I'm going to share that with you in just a moment. Before I do, I would be remiss if I did not mention the purpose of Bible Tracks Incorporated. You see, we print and distribute and ship gospel tracks all over the world for free, just like the one I have in my hand right now. It's called Memorial Stones. It's a reprint of a phenomenal track that was out of print for a little while. We brought it back with a brand new design. It looks beautiful. It would be great for this upcoming Memorial Day. Memorial Day is not too far away, the end of May. And so if you would, visit BibleTracksInc.org and order yours today. BibleTracksInc.org, just search for Memorial Stones. Here's the first question that we will answer on today's broadcast. How often do you travel? That's a great question. Let me give you a quick breakdown here. At the very beginning of last year, I preached in West Virginia. Now understand, I live in Dwight, Illinois. So if your geography is a little foggy, West Virginia is a good long way from Illinois. West Virginia, then we jumped across the line. I preached an afternoon service in Ohio and then back across. This is the very first, or I think it was the last Sunday of 2019 or thereabouts. I was in West Virginia. Then I came home to preach at a tournament here, a basketball tournament here in Illinois. Then I was down in North Carolina. Then I drove half way across the country to Kansas, spent some time with my family there, but really I was in a church in Manhattan, Kansas, and Wichita, and Topeka, and a bunch of churches there. Then I was up in northern Illinois. I'm just giving you a recap of all the places I've been. I'll tell you what the mileage looks like here shortly, but I was in Illinois and Indiana for a couple of weeks there, preaching in different churches. Then all the way back out to West Virginia, spent a good amount of time there this past year, then back to Illinois, and then we spent some time up in Pennsylvania at a couple of churches there, then Ohio, back to Illinois, then back to Missouri. Actually, Missouri for the first time, I should say, because then we went to Ohio, preached there, and then we were in Missouri again. Then we spent some time in Illinois at a church down in the Springfield area, and then we went further south to Tennessee. Then, the very next weekend, we went way up north, up to Rochester, Minnesota. I say way up north, but it was July 4th weekend. It was beastly hot. 
it was at least 97 degrees most of the time during the middle of the day. We actually had an outdoor service. I'll never forget. Had an outdoor service. It was a great time, but I can tell you it was hot. I do not envy those folks up in Minnesota. Somehow we can get feet of snow in the winter and a bunch of uh, heat in the summer. But anyway, Minnesota, and that was that gets us through the June or July time frame. Then we were out in Ohio again, Pennsylvania, Kansas, in Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin in the August time frame, and a couple of churches in Wisconsin. Then out to Iowa, and then Kansas again, Iowa one more time, and then Illinois, then down in Missouri in two churches back to Illinois, of course, centered on the Midwest a lot, then North Carolina, Michigan. If this sounds tiring to you, imagine driving all these hours, right? Of course, thankfully, I can come to you from our nice studio room here near my home in Illinois, but normally I'm on the road. But we see here that was in Michigan, Illinois. Then we flew all the way out to California. That was part of our whirlwind trip with Shahed Kaleem, our Pakistani contact. We had the chance while I was out in California to have a meal in not only a Sikh temple, but also a Muslim mosque. We got to talk about things of the Lord and things of a religious nature. He, uh, Shahed speaks about six different languages, and we conversed with a large Pakistani enclave of Muslim folks in the language of Urdu. Now, I didn't do much talking. It was mostly uh, Shahed, of course, but we got to go all the way out to California. I got to take him and see the Golden Gate Bridge and some things like that. That was the longest, probably, trip that we had. Of course, that was by plane. Then we went back to Illinois, then Iowa one more time than Texas all the way down to Texas that was our first trip way down south then Ohio again Kansas and that brings us into this year where I've been in Ohio Kansas North Carolina South Carolina Indiana and Illinois to this point this year and I'll be in California here shortly as well and so God has absolutely blessed throughout this entire time we had one accident that actually insurance tells me it was not my fault I'd tell you that as well the it was some ice in West Virginia. Someone in front of me started to swerve. I did not have anywhere to go, and they sideswiped me. But I'd like to ask you, if you would, pray for our safety. Mine and my family's, my wife, Rebecca, our two little girls, we travel a lot. And to God be the glory, what this has resulted in is a lot of churches finding out and hearing about the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. And that's part of my desire. That's part of my goal. That's really my role here at Bible Tracks Incorporated is to not only speak to you, and I know I've talked a little fast for this past segment answering this question, but I could have spent obviously twice the amount of time recounting all of the churches and all of the pastors that we got to be a part of. It's just so many good churches. That's one of the encouraging things about traveling across America and really the world. There's some plans in the possibility, possible future to maybe take a trip to Pakistan, Lord willing, coming up early this coming year. I might spend some time in New Zealand uh, preaching some conferences there. And so the Lord has opened a vast number of doors. Our desire is to just walk through the right ones. And that requires a lot of travel. And so pray for us about that. But to the person that submitted that question, how much do you travel? great question and I'm happy to answer it. I think we might have time for at least one more question before we sign off today. Let's look at our list here. Here's a great question from Jerry 
from Normal, Illinois, right across town from our ministry. Here's what he asked. Has Bible Tracks Incorporated had the opportunity to engage prisoners in Illinois? Now, I'll preface this by saying many of you that have any part in prison outreach ministries know that this past year has made that incredibly difficult because of restrictions and shutdowns and things like that. But Jerry asks, has our ministry had the chance to engage prisoners? Here's an amazing thing. I don't know how God does it, but he does somehow, some way. Our tracks, our gospel tracks, find their way into prisons and jails all across the world in some way, somehow, some fashion that I can't even wrap my head around, but the answer is yes. Not only have we had the chance to engage prisoners in Illinois, but we've also been able to engage them, as I said, around the world. We've had multitude of salvations come in from the country of Puerto Rico, people letting us know in Spanish language tracks that they have gotten saved. We've had across the gamut from California to Illinois to Arizona to the eastern seaboard all across America itself people have corresponded with us and what this has allowed us to do and Todd Lofbaum I would be remiss if I did not mention this I'm going to need to get him on the program sometime soon to talk about what God is doing through this avenue of our ministry but what God has allowed Todd to do is to correspond and be a mentor be a discipler with these people What we do is when someone corresponds with us, either about salvation or about showing and demonstrating a desire to know more about the things of God, what we do is we send them our discipleship studies. Now, many of you that have listened to this program for weeks or months know that I covered a large number of our discipleship studies on the program in months past. We have 30 or 40 different ones. They start with, of course, salvation and talking about baptism and the importance of reading the Bible. And our desire is for these prisoners whether they ever are free men or women again, and yes, we have men and women in this program, whether they ever have the opportunity to walk outside the walls of prison ever again, many of them will, we want them to, yes, be good citizens. We want them to uh, be good members of society. But more than that, we desire for God to get the glory through their life. And it's been absolutely phenomenal to see what God has done through these people's lives. We are, we've kept track of every single prisoner that has begun to correspond with us, many of which have gotten saved. We are up over 100 different prisoners from all walks of life, from many different states that have let us know that they have either accepted Christ or they want to be a part of our discipleship program. And what I'd like to ask you to do is this, pray, pray, pray for each of these people. It's so incredible to see. They're not emailing us or sending us mail. Many of them, it comes just through the mail. They're not getting in contact with us, asking us to uh, pray for their court cases. They're not asking for money. They're not asking for help with their situation. What they are is desperately seeking for truth. They want real Bible answers to their problems. And it's such an open door of opportunity for Brother Todd Lofbaum. I'm telling you, we are going to have to get him on the program sometime soon. If you'd like to hear from Brother Todd about what we are doing, what he is doing, what God is allowing us to do with prisoners, you have got to text me. Let me know if you'd like to hear from him. If uh, I can tell him that the overwhelming majority of people want to hear from him, then uh, maybe we can uh, 
force him, twist his arm, and get him on here. Brother Todd is such a good Christian man and has, has such a heart for these people. He's done so much prison work in the past, and this is such a great outlet to reach into prisons across America and the world with the, with the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, if you'd like to hear from Brother Todd, text me at 309-316-7240. 309 309- 316-7240. I'd like to hear from you if you want to hear from him. But in short, Brother Jerry from Normal, Illinois, yes. The answer is resoundingly yes. We are up over 100 different prisoners, and it's all to God's glory. We're excited about the open doors of, of opportunity we have to people of all walks of life, not only from the highfalutin rich people to also the lowest of the low in a prison. Those that have that recount to us the issues and the situations of life that put them there understanding that the vast majority of these folks they take responsibility for what they've done they know that they are behind bars for good reason but they want to change who they are and they know they can't do it by themselves they need god's help and so pray for us about that we have so many opportunities there really at some point in the near future and this is a good problem it's going to become a manpower issue and so pray for brother todd that god gives him clarity of mind as he communicates with these people and gives us wisdom as we seek to expand this aspect of our ministry. We have two days left in this week to talk about your questions and give you some of our answers from Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.